0: A lot of times we have all of these, you know, big dreams and really deep soul desires and things that we just ways we want to expand and different things that we want to step into. And it is, this is one of my favorite words. It's fucking appalling to me to see how many people have not stopped to even give a moment's consideration of this question. Like, am I in alignment with what I say I want? That does not mean, do you really want it? That question is not, you know, are you worthy of it? Do you deserve it? It's not about the validity of what you want. It is just the self reflection, the taking self inventory, you know, stock of yourself to say, like, these are all of the things I want. These are the things I'm dreaming of. These are the things I want to step into. Where am I out of alignment with these things? What am I not ready for? What I want most for women everywhere is to stop playing small and step into your unique power so you can finally show up as the fullest, biggest, and truest version of you. But that requires that you first get crystal clear about who you are and then let go of everything that you're not. I'm here to teach you how to know yourself, trust yourself, and honor yourself so you can create a deeply aligned, deeply empowered, and deeply inspiring life. You know, the one you were actually sent here to have. Come on, let me show you how. My friends, my friends, my friends, we need to have a come to Jesus roundtable discussion because some shit is going on that just needs to be called out. And of course, you know, that's my area. So listen, the reality is many of you are not ready for what you're asking for. And I just, you didn't see me, but I just made a face. I did the like the little meme with Diddy and the guy where they're going back and forth. And I think it was like American Idol or something or making the band. I did a little face like bloop. Many of you are not ready for what you're asking for. And I see this so often in just conversation or, you know, as conversation unfolds and people are sharing different things. And again, I see it on like social media, just conversation happening in so many places, TV shows. A lot of times we have all of these, you know, big dreams and really deep soul desires and things that we just ways we want to expand and different things that we want to step into. And it is, this is one of my favorite words. It's fucking appalling to me to see how many people have not stopped to even give a moment's consideration of this question. Like, am I in alignment with what I say I want? That does not mean, do you really want it? That question is not, you know, are you worthy of it? Do you deserve it? It's not about the validity of what you want. It is just the self reflection, the taking self inventory, you know, stock of yourself to say, like, these are all of the things I want. These are the things I'm dreaming of. These are the things I want to step into. Where am I out of alignment with these things? What am I not ready for? If Three of these things happen tomorrow. Am I prepared to be able to receive what I'm asking for? And it's insane to me. And I know it shouldn't be, but it still is insane to me, the amount of people who aren't thinking of their desires like that. And they're not, again, kind of just like taking self-inventory of what needs to grow, what needs to expand, what needs to change in me, what do I need to let go of? And so we see this in, you know, so many areas, but I'll start with business. That's often, you know, a big one at easy reach where if you are an entrepreneur or maybe you're working at your full-time job and you've got a little side hustle or something, you're trying to grow into your main thing. And, you know, we focus on this, like, I want to make a million dollars. I want to have half a million. I want 10 customers next month. And it's like, wait, if 10 customers popped up tomorrow, do you have the system set up to manage them and walk them through that process? Do you have the automations set up to walk them through that process? And I can call myself out on that because I didn't even really know about automations until earlier this year, which is crazy, but I didn't. But it's like, you can be asking God to bless you. And this goes back to an earlier episode where like, you know, sometimes the fact that our prayer is not answered is really the blessing because God is like, sis, if I gave you what you asked for, I would have fucking drowned you. Do you understand that? Or actually you would have drowned yourself because you don't know how to swim in this tide. And so the work at this point then becomes, how do I get ready to be able to embody and still, not to be able to embody, but how do I embody what I want? How do I get ready now to be able to Receive what I want because most of us are so focused on the carrot that we don't realize you got to check the soil, you got to water the soil, you got to see what kind of carrots grow in your geographic region. You got to do all of that before you plant anything. You have to do some research before you even go buy the seed. So I'm not just even talking about seed time and harvest time. I'm talking about the preparation to be clear about the ground that you're standing on, what you're working with, what your abilities are, what your strengths are what your areas of improvement are, and then, you know, again, figure out how, where you need to evolve so that you can be in alignment with your desires because it is, um, (laughs) it is just a huge pet peeve of mine to just hear people like, you know, complain and complain and complain about, I don't have this thing. And, you know, a next, the next one that's very easy is relationships all the time. You want a certain type of partner, you want a certain type of girlfriend, a certain type of wife, certain type of husband, and you want them to be, you know, emotionally intelligent or you want them to be thoughtful. You want them to, you know, be internally centered and grounded. And, you know, you may, which I hope not, but you may have a thing about you want them to be in a certain income bracket and all these other kind of things. And it's like, are you a match for that? And here's my thing, because I have to clarify this a lot. When I talk about, especially like energetic matches or your, you know, the people we attract are a reflection of who you are. It's not a one-to-one thing. So I was also having a DM conversation about this a couple of weeks ago. If you are attracting, I really hate that everybody's being called a narcissist now, because I'm like, everybody is not a goddamn narcissist, but okay. So if you're attracting a narcissist, that does not necessarily mean that you're a narcissist. But what it does mean is that they have a lack of awareness somewhere that's probably also showing up in your life. They may be lying to themselves about some things. And that same behavior is probably showing up in your life. There are probably some places that you're lying to yourself. So that's how we become an energetic match for things. It's not just a surface as this is red, that's red. This is orange, that's orange. It's much deeper than that. So I'm not really into picking partners based on their financial demographic. That's not my thing anyway. But if that was your thing, it doesn't necessarily mean that I think that you, especially for feminine energy dominant women, like it doesn't mean that I think that you have to be making the same amount of money as your partner. But I do think that there's an energy of expansiveness, whatever they're doing to make that money in terms of like, oh, they're very innovative and you know, have a business, and they're constantly launching things, they're not afraid to fail. They are deeply connected to their work they really believe in service. It's more so about how they got to that place. Are you a match for those energies? And the other way to frame it that I love is, okay, you've got all these things on your list that you want. If that person saw you, would they look at you and say, ooh, that's for me, that's what I want? And if not, then there's some internal work that needs to be done. And so it is just Yeah, I think a lot of times, not I think, I know, a lot of times that we have goals and dreams and desires, and again, super important to have, and they should always be evolving and changing. But the walking and stepping into our desires is about who we become in the process. It's actually not about the thing at all. And that's why you constantly hear this. You've probably experienced where it's like, well, I really wanted the car, or I really wanted to go on this trip. I really wanted to have this thing. And then once I got it, it just kind of felt like oh it didn't feel like I thought it was going to make me feel because the reality is we're, what we're really after is the feeling. We're not after the thing. It's how having this thing would make us feel. And again, you just want to step into the thing and you haven't done any of the work. And so everything you know that I'm doing and that I think about and the conversations that I'm having are all of my work is just around like self-inquiry and, you know, not just even personal development, but deeper than like personal discovery. It's a lot of self-checking. I always say, I, for me, I don't want to have to be in, self-awareness is extremely important. It is my probably number two core personal value. It's personal responsibility slash self-awareness. Because what self-awareness says to me is, I'm aware of what's going on in my body, so you don't always have to check me because you can trust that I will check myself. For Deka Robinson, it is incredibly important for me to be in relationship with people that I don't have to be the one to pull their coattail all the time. I want them to be able to do that for themselves. And that being said, I love, and it's also very important to me to be in relationships with people who challenge me and not challenge in a you know, like a greater, like you're going against the grain, but just you know, challenge me to continue to expand and grow and become bigger and better because they understand who I am and where I'm going. But if I'm always having to, if you're not self-aware, you're not doing any self-inquiry, so you never see where you're kind of out of pocket. Then I'm always the one having to do the work, which is going to create an imbalance relationship, and will become very, very annoying. So. You know, again, it's just like, oh, I want this partner who communicates. I want to be able to make $25,000 this month. Is your business set up to do that? Can you handle that? Have you figured out if you can actually even have the energetic capacity to serve 15 clients this month? Or are you just pulling a number out of your ass because some Instagram coach you saw is just telling you, you know, this whole like charge what you're worth thing? You can't fucking charge what you're worth. That's the most ridiculous piece of advice ever. I mean, my worth is priceless. If I charged everybody what I was worth, I mean, people wouldn't be able to pay it. I don't know that there's a person on earth that would be able to pay it. I'm worth, worth more than whatever you have. So you can't charge what you're worth. You have to figure out, you know, what do you feel like the value of this product is? What is the value of the transformation? What helps support you and come up with whatever that number is and price it there. But again, if you're just trying to make 25,000 because somebody's told you to do that, And that's going to require 25 clients a month. And you've got to be on 25 weekly coaching calls. That's insane. And then you start telling yourself a narrative of like, well, I don't want to be wealthy and I don't want to make good money because it's really hard and it's exhausting and I'm going to be burned out all the time. Well, that's a belief that you have because of how you approached it. So you know, this shows up again, kind of in lots and lots and lots of different places. And like I said, relationships are always one of the places that we see it even outside of business. You may not be an entrepreneur, but you're always in a relationship, even if that relationship is just with your family. And I saw Nicole Ari Parker's, I'm sure it's floated around millions of times, but I saw, you know, Nicole Ari Parker's, quote unquote, prayer that she wrote on, like the prayer that she wrote before she met Boris, her husband, and all these things she listed out And how she approached it is exactly what my process is, which is like, these are all the things that I want. Okay, this requires, you know, I want these five things. These five things require these 15 things, these, you know, 25 things. Okay, so now I, where am I in alignment with these 25 things and all of the places that I'm not in alignment, then right now that is my work, getting in alignment with those things. So to me, there's no such thing as like, sitting on the sidelines waiting for a man, sitting around waiting for a partner, sitting around waiting for, like there's always something for you to do. If you have nothing to do in your life, if you're bored every day and then you want a partner to come and take you out of your boredom, okay, you want a babysitter. You don't want a partner. You want a babysitter. That's not the same thing. And so, you know, it's just, there is never ever a place that, you know, you don't need self-awareness. There is never a place that you don't need personal responsibility. Another way that, and I can't believe I'm just now thinking about this, but you know, one of the things that also gets my goat is to hear women talk about, they want a husband in a year. They want a husband in six months. They want a baby in six months. They want a baby and, you know, I want a baby next year. Okay. Well, the danger of that is that's exactly what you're going to get if you're not careful. Be very careful about what you're asking for. You just ask for a husband and you ask for a ring. That's what the fuck you got. He may cheat on you. He might you know, not know how to communicate, may be inconsiderate, Maybe all of these things, not a support, doesn't have any passion, doesn't have any vision, doesn't have any self-anchoring. You didn't give a fuck about that. All you kept saying was, You wanted to be married according to this timeline that you have in your mind, and you're basically just looking for a warm body to slide in that spot. Okay, well, at what point do you take some responsibility for, I asked for something and really didn't clearly think about what I wanted. It's like, I want a baby. Okay, well, somebody got you pregnant, and now you don't have a good relationship. You don't get along. He may not be with you. He doesn't support you. You don't have any emotional, physical, or financial support. And my thing is, right, because all you ran around here saying was you wanted a baby. You got what the fuck you asked for. And understand that doesn't mean that my position is not necessarily like, oh, you made your bed, lay in it. I mean, I think that there's always, you know, grace and, and compassion. But I think also that's very, very problematic for you to just kind of keep complaining about what you got and to never stop and ask yourself, what role did I play in this? What part of this belongs to me? What responsibility do I need to take in creating this situation? How do I need to change myself so I don't keep getting this same, attracting the same thing again and again and again? It is, I think, the reason many people live exhausted, bitter, resentful, overworked lives is because they never really stop to do the inventory of like, okay, what needs to change here? What needs to happen different? Where do I need to, you know, where am I looking, seeing red flags and excusing them? Where am I seeing red flags and making myself think they're green? Why am I doing that? Is it because I'm so desperate for a partner that I'd rather have a sliver of anything than have nothing? Okay, then there's something I need to work into and dig into and get a therapist and find out why this is going on. Because of course, all we are are, adult children carrying around wounds from childhood in various different ways. And those patterns are going to continue to manifest themselves until you work on it. So that's the deeper version of what's underneath there. But it's a question I constantly ask myself, like, are you ready for this? You know, you want this thing. If God dropped this on you tomorrow, do you have room to be able to receive it? That's a question that only Deka can answer. Other people can look at me and, I may know them well, you know, Raquel can weigh in and give her opinion. But at the end of the day, I'm the only person who can honestly answer whether I have the capacity and ability and willingness to receive this thing. And if not, then I need to go work on that. And so, you know, a lot of times becoming, unfolding, blooming, getting to know ourselves, self-love, all of these things, it's like, it is not... I think maybe this might be the reason, I don't know why so many people kind of don't really focus and commit to the work because there are processes and different steps you can take, but this is not how to save $10,000 in a month. That's not what's going on. Like, this is a process of getting into your nooks and crannies, opening the dark doors, you know, pulling up to the surface the lies you're telling yourself, the secret things that you don't really want other people to know about. And until you start owning that stuff, you know, you can probably look back in your life and notice where there's certain patterns that have continued that I keep saying that I don't want. But you know, I hear women say all the time, well, I don't know why I keep meeting this type of guy. You know, my question, I'm looking at them like, okay, when are you going to start really doing the work to figure that out? Or are you just going to kind of keep putting yourself on the market and keep meeting the same guy and keep complaining? Because the reality is, if that whole emotionally aware, intelligent, passion-filled, driven, vision-centered, sovereign man met you. He would look at you and be like, "No thanks. Mm, not quite what I had in mind." And I think that's the part that. And again, this is not I'm a woman and I'm heterosexual, so I'm talking about men, but it goes the same way for men with women, you know, women with women across the board. Like is would that woman look at you and be like, "Ooh, there's a man who can really lead me?" Because I say this about myself, like the reality is I do excel in a lot of areas. And there are a lot of things that I know that I'm very clear and confident about. And I say, I'm very clear about what I believe until I change my mind and decide not to believe it anymore. And I give myself the grace to do that. But because of my experience, because of the way that I like literally my experience in the world, and I love to travel, and I travel the world alone, and I've done it and, you know, have launched things and built a business and lived in a house alone that i've had to take care of for, you know, years and years and doing, you know, work around the house and all kind of stuff. It's like yeah, if you can't, you know, if i meet somebody, how are you actually expanding my life? How are you making me better? We can have fun, that's great, but how are you expanding and improving my life? I don't want to be the one pouring into somebody all the time. So, you know, if it's like somebody and i'm sure there's somebody out there, that's looking at me like, oh, I want a DECA. Okay. Are you a match for a DECA? Are you, you know, do you like, it's a turnoff for me to hear men who don't read. I'm like, that's, yeah, I don't want to be with a man who doesn't read. I want to be with a man who loves his work and loves his life. I love my life genuinely, deeply, completely, fully. I love my life. I don't want to be with somebody who has a job they fucking hate. I don't want you bringing me down into your cesspool. Like, no, figure that out. Find something. Even if you don't love your job, like figure out how to build a life that you love because me and you ain't gonna be a match. So, you know, it's always the same questions that I pose to myself. I will always bring to you guys. And I'm glad that this came up with Jasmine and I in the DMs um, because we had a good kiki going on and on about like, sis you're not prepared for that. So your business right now should be to be getting prepared. You should not be looking at wedding rings. You should not be looking at wedding dresses. You don't need to be looking at baby anything. You're not in the place to be a parent. <laughs> you're not in the place to be a parent, especially if you ended up having to do it alone. You're not in the place really to be a mother. You want a father or you want somebody to meet and soothe your wounds. And yes, that healing happens in relationship. But that's not the responsibility of your partner. That's the responsibility that God gave to you. So just my little hot quick (laughs) off the top. um, Yeah, like I said, I could go on and on about this forever. But something to think about heading into this Christmas week, you know, where and especially as you're starting to make plans for the new year and thinking about what you want to experience, you know, in the, the next couple of months, the next year's fresh new year of your life. These are the things I want. How do I need to get ready for them? And then the last step is you just need to go do it. So thanks for listening and I'll be back soon.